Welcome to the No Toes Down podcast at BitCat Country and SB Nation. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at No Toes Down and email us at notoesdown at gmail.com. Make sure you subscribe and rate us. I think everyone knows what crappy is. You just aren't good. You smell bad. You're not. You're not doing a good job. You're crappy at what you do. Okay. Crap, being crappy. And what's what's slappy? Because I've never heard of that. That one's a little bit vague, but slappy. I would say. Let's say someone says you're a slap. It's like you're washed up. You're done. They're kind of similar, actually. Crappy and slappy, but. Slappy is a little bit more of a slap in the face, I would say, huh? Okay. Yeah. Well, what we're doing is referencing our hilarious question on Jaguars Monday. Happy hour from last week, and uh, No Toes Down inserted a question and asked Jaguars Happy Hour if we could change the name of the show to Jaguars Crappy Hour or Jaguars Slappy Hour because the team sucks. And uh, I think, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but that sentiment still sticks today. This team still sucks. Yeah, I mean, I wish that wasn't the case, but I mean, let's get right into a recap of the game. And what? No Toes Down's inaugural game where we attended. So we're podcasting. Oh, yeah. We were at the game. We yeah. were in Jacksonville. We're still in Jacksonville recording. We were at the game. We were expecting such a great time, and the tailgate was awesome. Oh, yeah, it was. It was amazing. Spending time with Eddie Smith, the number one tailgater in Jacksonville, his daughter Liz. We had a good time. Yeah, yeah. And um, that was great. But once we got into the stadium, I think it all went downhill from there. Uh, Yeah, so let's talk about the bad of the game. The whole first half? Pretty much the first half, yes. Well, we everyone knows by now. We don't need to recap it too much. But Nick Foles comes in, just struggles his way through a half. The fans in our section, the fans in apparently all the sections, based on some of the videos I've been seeing, were, you know, cheering for, to bring in Gardner Minshew after yeah. like the first series, and oh, yeah. people were booing every chance they could get at Foles. A little bit is because he's been playing like a slap. <laughs> but a lot of it is also just that whole building culture and you know the people don't want to hear what he's saying and he and through you know three weeks or so he's really kind of made himself like you know a hated figure in Jacksonville which is crazy you never would have thought that yeah no I think it's from when you're listening to his interviews and he keeps referencing like you know all these things take time and it's you know you have to work your way through all the difficult times. And the thing that I think he doesn't realize is that the fans have been dealing with a difficult time for a very long time. Very so long time. Him coming experience. in, yeah, him coming in and just having this very short sighted perspective of like, oh, it's just, you know, it just takes time. It's like people have already taken centuries <laughs> prior to you saying the, this. The team brought Nick Foles in with the whole mantra of this is kind of the guy that's going to put us over the top we have a good team we need a quarterback Blake wasn't good enough we got a new quarterback he was supposed to be the guy and it turns out he's not the guy so far anyway and he might not get another chance because he was terrible and as the fans wanted and as as everyone was clamoring for the team runs out 
out of the tunnel down 25 nothing to start the second half. And guess who's out there throwing, warming up? The one and only... Minshew! Jockstrap King. <laughs> and the fans were pumped. Everyone was like, he has his helmet on. There's Minshew. Let's go. And people are fired up. And the first drive didn't go well, but it wasn't Minshew's fault. He no. threw a perfect ball to Conley, dropped on a slant. That could have got the drive going. Next play, I think he was able to scramble and get five yards on a pass to Fournette, holding... And then there's a false start, and he really didn't have a chance. But the defense, you could tell, like, the whole team was, like... They came alive. Yeah. And that's the whole point I had made a couple weeks ago. I don't even remember if it, if it like, translated well, because we had to edit that uh, audio um, yeah. clip. Mm-hmm. But I was explaining that there are times when you work with people that you don't really notice it, but you develop some sort of intuition around them. Because they just have something about them um, that you understand, right? And so I think Minshew had kind of built that sort of, I don't know what to call it, you know, maybe like a rapport, but sort of like a starting base where there was familiarity with the entire team and the way Minshew plays. And then now you take Minshew out and put in this, basically Nick is a stranger because he had played what game one and then been out for a while. You put the stranger in there and now people are not functioning as well as they should because you've kind of disrupted the flow of things. Um, And that happens to everyone like in the workplace. I know there are people who when, you know, someone new comes in, things change, things get disrupted all the time. And that was, I think, my major concern when we were having that conversation about, well, is Minchie going to go back to the bench and Nick going to be brought in? And I thought, oh, this is going to disrupt the flow of the team for sure. And you can see it's so evident now because people were cheering so loudly. And he was also making mistakes out there, but no one was being hard on even him. When, even when a bad play happened, he'd be like, that's okay, Minshew, smart play. Yeah, exactly. Way to get rid of it. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> Throw it away. It's all good. People, if that was Foles, they'd be booing his, his ass off, but that's okay. Um, Minshew came in, and after that first drive, we talked about some unfortunate penalties. The defense gets a stop. He goes in, drives him down for a field goal. Defense gets a stop again. He goes down. Touchdown, threw an incredible ball to DJ Chark to set that up. And the defense gets on, stops them again. This is a defense or a team that gave up 25 points in the first half, and they gave up nothing until the last field goal at the end of the game, which, you know, the game was basically over. So they get a stop again. The offense gets the ball. They get down to the one-yard line, and they just can't punch it in. And, you know, it's an indictment on the offensive line and Leonard Fournette and Minshew a bit himself. He's had some red zone issues and that continued, but he, he brought life to the team and they were, you know, an inch away from pretty much getting the in back into this game, getting within one score and the way the defense had come alive. Like there was a real shot. They could have found a way to send that game to overtime. Didn't happen. They didn't deserve to win the game, but you just saw the difference night and day, not only with the fans, but the team A.J. Boye came up to Gardner after, you know, his first touchdown drive. was just like, you're a dog, man. You're a dog. And you could see he was amped up. Mm -hmm. He's not going to Nick Foles and saying that. There's just a different swagger with the team. I think the receivers like it. And don't get me wrong, Minshew's not perfect. He's got flaws, but he's a sixth-round rookie who's getting thrown into situations that he's not prepared for. And he's doing a good job. Yeah. So, you know... 
it's probably best for the team to lose the next four games and get as good of a draft pick as they can. But now that Minshew's in there, I want him to win them all. It would yeah, be amazing. It would be amazing for It'd him, be really too. Good. One of the things I wasn't too impressed with was when the fans started to boo at the team at the end of the first half. Well, they were already booing Nick Foles during the game, but then at the end of the first half when they were walking back to, I guess... Where is it? The dressing room. The dressing room. They basically started booing the entire team. And that didn't sit well with me. I didn't like that. Yeah, I've never been one to boo. I I mean, I'm watching the team. They're my team. I'm not going to boo them. They're going to go through struggles. Unfortunately, the Jaguars have gone through more than others. But I can't blame fans for booing. Sorry. They've yeah. been doing it with. They've been going to those games, paying their money. We we go to one game a year. This is our first one with no toes down. Hopefully, we get to go to more. But we're not paying money and experiencing that firsthand, week yeah. after week after week, and seeing it's not just they're not just booing the team. I think those boos are more definitely towards Nick, but towards the front office and the coaching. But specifically the front office. You look at the mistakes these guys have made. Over the last three years alone, they re-signed Blake Bortles when they didn't need to at quarterback, the most important position. You knew Blake Bortles was not the answer, but you signed him to an extra year and you're paying him this year, even though he's not on your team. To compound that, you signed... Yeah, they're still paying him. (laughs) To compound on top of that, you pay Nick Foles, 50 million guaranteed, 22 million per year. And because of that... You have like forty million sunk into the quarterback position, right? Yeah. And none of them are gonna be playing because none of them are good. I don't know who thought Nick Foles was gonna be the answer. I think if you ask around the city and you ask around experts, people thought, Oh, that's okay, he's an average quarterback. He had a couple good runs and he had them at the most important times, but he's never done it for a full season. He's never been a legitimate starting quarterback for an extended period of time he's taken over for good teams great but he's never done it himself he's never led a team and done anything significant in that way so I was never on board with it we're kind of lucky Gardner Minshew is who he is because he gives the fans excitement and he might be a long-term solution but right now it's uh it's a lot of it's a lot of money sunk in the most important position to quarterbacks that aren't taking you anywhere Oh, yeah. The funniest tweet I saw during the game was Nick Stoll's $88 million. <laughs> That is pretty much what's happening. Yeah. Yeah, I, I blame the front office more. They gave it to him. They, they didn't have to pay him that much either. No one else was trying to outbid you to get Nick Foles. And there's a rumor out there that they said, well, and not even a rumor of the truth. They said, well, we have to pay him more money to show he's the leader of the team. No, you don't. Gardner Minshew is going to be the leader of the team, and he's probably making the least on the team. Yeah. So that's that's not true at all. And he is going to lead the team, as we mentioned quickly. Um, Minshew is going to be the starting quarterback for the remainder of the year. Couldn't shoo him away. Can't shoo him away. And hopefully he plays out of his mind, and it gives the team something to build upon for next year. Got lots of draft picks. Got to make a lot of decisions with bad contracts. Who knows what the team will look like. But if Minshew can prove like he's a viable quarterback, that covers a lot of errors and a lot of issues. So that's great. Okay, with that, 
We'll hear from our sponsors. We'll be back in a few minutes. And we have a special guest, my friend Scott, a Canadian football legend. (laughs) And he is going to talk about the tailgate experience in Jacksonville, his perception of the Jaguars from an outsider. He's a Packers fan, so, you know, don't take it too hard on him. But uh, we'll hear his side from enjoying the experience in Jacksonville, in Duval, and just the outside perception of the Jaguars. Stay tuned. All right, as promised, we have a special guest today who came all the way from Toronto to Jacksonville to watch the game with me and Nicole. And he has a lot of football expertise, played in college in Canada. And we're just going to fire him some questions and see how he felt about the game, the atmosphere, the tailgate experience, and so on and so forth. So, Scott, welcome. Uh, thank you for having me, Trout. Thanks yeah, for coming to, to Jacksonville to with Nicole and I and, and Mom. Uh, First question, what do you think of the tailgate experience? Oh, tailgate experience, unbelievable. Brought me back to my uh, Michigan days in Ann Arbor. Oh, yeah. Uh, loving the culture, uh, just the build-up to the games, the fans there all ready to go. Um, that was a lot of fun, and to meet Eddie for the first time was uh, was a fun experience as well. That guy loves his football, loves his Jags, like all Jags fans. Eddie's just... had a lot of mentions <laughs> on these podcasts, but no one knows who he is yet, so we're going to have to... Yes, Either get him yes. on a podcast over the phone somehow, or yeah, you know, we'll just keep bumping up his reputation. The man, the legend. Yeah, yeah get him in here. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Lots of drinks, lots of partying. Even though the team kind of sucks right now, <laughs> it was still a lot of fun. People were there. I know it wasn't as awesome as it could be, but you know, for my game that I get to go to once every couple of years, it's fun as always. Great time. What did you think of the game itself, though? Well, she's yeah. Oh, <laughs> Jeez, that's the right. Poor, poor, poor Jags fans, man. Like, um, it, it, tough start, obviously with Foles. Like the oh, guys, Foles. he got pressure on his shoulders. I understand that, but for making what he's making, like you got to be able to perform um, every game. So, um, didn't pull through at the very beginning. There, first half was a struggle. Um, I would say everyone wanted Minshew in there. Um, there were Minshew cheers going on after like the first drive. First drive, yeah, yeah. But um, honestly, like Minshew, just he just fits well with the with the, the offense. Yeah. Like, he just knows how to create space and, and extend plays, which that that goes a long way in the NFL. Yeah. Um, you know, look at Wilson, amongst other players, but like. If you can do that and you give those receivers an opportunity to kind of get open, like that's that's what you need. You yeah. need someone who's just not going to throw that little slant in, in the flats oh, and get tackled and got one yard gain on third and ten. It's like that's not going to cut it. I was that's... telling everyone who would listen at the game, third and ten. Oh, here we go. Nick Foles going to throw a one yard out into the flats. Sure enough, he does. Called it. 100%. Okay, third and eight. Here comes a two yard pass yeah. to the flat. Yep, and it's just not giving your team a yeah. chance. Yeah, it's pretty brutal. He oh, was terrible. Sure. The fans don't already don't like him because of all of his preaching and talking yeah. about building culture and going through the tough times. Jags have, fans have been through the tough times yeah. long yeah. enough. You they don't, don't need to hear it. They, they yeah. want to win. Yeah. Um, so while it kind of sucks that they were booing him and the team was playing awful, uh, three turnovers and three drives is going to get you benched. Absolutely. So, and that's what happens. Yeah. And when Minshew comes in. We see Minshew with his helmet start yeah. warming up. The fans are like, Let's going go. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and like he pretty much played almost a, a, like a not going to say perfect, but a, a very good second half with a few drops by his receivers. Yeah. And if first he drive, that, he throws a perfect slant. Uh, the ball to Connolly's right in his chest. He drops it. Then there's the holding. Then there's the false start. And mm-hmm. it's like the team around him was kind of 
collapsing. Otherwise, who knows what he could have done that drive. That's okay. Gets back up. Second drive. Leads him to a field goal. Yeah. Next drive. Touchdown. Mm-hmm. Next drive. Down to the one. Yeah. Oh, that was, oh that, my God. That was painful. That People was painful. were like, we might actually be able yeah. to have a chance here. Throws a good ball to Westbrook. He drops it. Interception. And then after that, you know, yeah. the wind was out of the sales. Game was yeah. over. The fans were gone. The stadium yeah. was empty. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, despite, you know, the tough game, I still had fun because once yeah. Minshew got in there... There was, was some excitement. Was there was a lot of excitement. Everyone's high-fiving everywhere. Yeah. yeah. All of a sudden, the defense who gave up 25 points in the first half, Minshew comes in the second half, and they give up zero until the field goal at yeah. the end. Yeah. Dang. So, uh, any, anything else to talk about the game day experience? You've been to a few games. How does this one compare? Yeah, no. Uh, it's great to be back at an NFL game. Um, yeah. yeah, just the whole build-up to it. It's just amazing. Like, to, to, to leave here... Orlando at 6.30 to get to a tailgate for, for 8.39, like, <laughs> that's amazing. Like, I, I love that. I love doing that. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. But uh, overall, like, yeah, great experience. Yeah, love the Jags good. fans. Love the stadium. Love the area. It's uh, It was a lot of fun. Yeah. 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 No, glad you can come. Yeah. We'll have to do it again. Yeah. Um, and then last question, as a non-Jaguars fan, <laughs> Packers fan. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> what, what do you think the outside perception of Jags the Jags are because we just feel like we suck every year and we don't get any respect but we don't deserve it so we're just kind of what was me all the time but what's the outside perspective of the Jaguars yeah as an outsider like honestly what I'm making you know if I'm picking any teams for a, a pool or some bets like I, I'm just not picking the Jags like yeah. it's just so inconsistent yeah. and uh, you don't know what you're going to get with them. Uh, and it's unfortunate because, like, obviously I want them to do well, but it's just there's yeah, they're just a wild card. And I just don't know what they're going to do each week. Um, I would argue it hasn't been a wild card lately. They've been getting blown out by 20 every game. So right. you should be picking against them. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. But I know yeah, I'm never going to pick to the, <laughs> yeah, more, for saying. or against. But, um, yeah, if Vinci is in there, honestly, like, yeah, you have a chance. But with the Foles, like, oh, man, that's just a struggle. But it's just... It's unfortunate because 2017, like that wasn't long, not too long ago, right? Yeah, and they want to go back. Bortles could be the missing piece, and but nah. nah, it's just not. That's not it. He's been worse than Bortles. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure. So hopefully Minshew can get in there and you know build the confidence, not just you know the Jags fans. Build the culture. Build the kill that culture. Yeah. <laughs> um, preach it. And uh, yeah, like just hopefully get him a couple games in a row where he kind of get a rhythm going and. Hopefully that leads to just... I know there's only four games left or whatever. But and win them all. He went four win and all. four as a but starter. Win them all. Yeah. Four and four is amazing for a Jags yeah. fan. So yeah. maybe he can, you know, string some together here to yeah. finish the season and yeah. get people excited again because people were not excited. Exactly, right? <laughs> and see, you're already kind of looking at the next season, unfortunately. But, man, yeah. you got to get them excited about something. So you finish strong here in the season... Let's get ready for next year, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Scott. Thanks for having me. You did a great job. Yeah, right, all right. All right, we'll see you later. All right. We'll be back next year. Yes, absolutely. I'm back. Yep. See you then, Eddie.